0: Chad and Zay.
1: All right, getting started on this third hour on a Wednesday. Getting ready for the Sweet 16. It will crank up tomorrow, four games tomorrow, four games Friday, and, of course, the Longhorns and Xavier, the last of those eight games. 8.45 scheduled tip time. It'll be more like 9 o'clock, 8.30 pregame for the network here on the Horn. Uh, It's Chad and Zay. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. He picks a beat out for us to start the third hour. What do we got, Zay?
2: We the best DJ Khaled.
1: (laughs) DJ Khaled. Featuring
2: Jay-Z, Future. They're the ones rapping. DJ Khaled just makes the beats and stuff.
1: What kind of respect we got for DJ Khaled? Uh, Mid-level? Yeah. Mid-level respect? Yeah. Okay.
2: I mean, I don't even know if he makes the beats like that. He does, but I don't know. Okay. He wants a lot of credit. That's for sure. Not a Hall of Fame he, No. Okay. But he wants that Hall of Fame credit. He wants to be near it. Yes. Okay. There Absolutely. you go.
1: Definitely near a, a lot of the talent. All right. Uh, he on, ain't no Rick Rubin. Let's just say that. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. That tells me what I need to know. Uh, let's go. Uh, we'll talk some. Speaking of talent, Longhorn's taking plenty of it to Kansas City with him, and Xavier's bringing their own brand of it. Let's talk about that and more on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. It's our weekly visit with Chip Brown of horns247.com. Check out the flagship podcast. Check out the Morning Brew article. They've got all kinds of stuff for you. Follow him on Twitter at Chip Brown247 so you don't miss anything. Chip, how are you, sir? Are you already in Kansas City? Are you in transit? What's the stat what's the status?
0: Oh yeah, I'm uh I'm leaving for KC tomorrow okay. morning. Um and just getting all the all the, you know, preview, scooped together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: How much do you? Go, how much do you buy into just comfortability with this thing? We looked at the bracket and thought, hey, if Texas gets to Kansas City, uh, they will know it better than anybody. And obviously, not that Xavier, Miami, and Houston won't be able to make baskets, but the Longhorns know every detail of that trip. Do you? How much of an advantage do you think that could be for Rodney Terry's crew?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it just takes that off of your mindset, you know, you know, you can make buckets, you know, you've come up big in that building, uh, winning the big 12 tournament, uh, beating Kansas by 20. That was your last, uh, game, uh, at the T-Mobile center. And, you know, the, the, the way this team is vibing off of each other and the way that Dylan Dazoo is just continuing to get, uh, more and more confident, they're going to him more nothing more evident than that penn state game good heavens a 10-0 run the building's coming apart and you know marcus carr says we got to get dylan the ball you know the the play is for marcus and he's like no what is what does dylan want and and three straight possessions you know he he scores in different ways i mean a drive to the bucket uh you know, that little push jumper in the lane and then a turnaround baseline jumper. I mean, the guy is just playing with such a high level of confidence, and, and I think Rodney Terry deserves a lot of credit for empowering Dylan DeZue. He's told him, hey, man, shoot it. You, you know, you can. You got that. You you got it. So be aggressive. And, you know, Dylan DeZue said that's made a huge difference because to have the confidence of your coaches and teammates just makes you – that much more sure when you're taking that shot.
2: Yeah, I heard Dylan DeSue and the guys talking about that uh, push shot that Dylan know, likes, Timmy Allen, those guys, saying they call it the flotation station. I I like that nickname (laughs) for it. But, you know, Chip, with what we saw against Penn State, like you mentioned, that 10-0 run that they went on to make it 58-55 to and Coach Terry calling that great timeout. That was the best timeout of the season thus far. And to show the leadership, like you said, Marcus Carr basically saying, you know what? Dylan has the hot hand. Let's not run the play for me. Let's run it for him. And hearing people like Timmy Allen talk about, you know, I love watching those guys eat in those three games in the Big 12 tournament. It's just these guys have so much pride being that veteran team with so much leadership and that's why you give them a chance to maybe get to the final four in these next four days
0: well they believe it you know and that that's it starts there you got to believe it and these guys are starting to feel like they can you know overcome anything and they've had a tough tough draw there's no question about it colgate And Penn State, two of the best three-point shooting teams, and then here comes Xavier, which is also a top-five offensive team, Um, also an excellent three-point shooting team. But they've got a seven-footer, you know, in Jack Nungey, who who shoots forty percent from three. So, you know, he's gonna he's gonna take Dylan Dazou out to the perimeter. Dylan's gonna take him out to the perimeter. it's going to create lanes for the, for, the, for the guards. And it's going to be who can play the best defense. And I think that's why Texas is a four-point favorite in this game because their defense has been so good in the, in the Big 12 tournament, really the postseason. And the guys are listening to, to uh, Rodney Terry who's told them you told them you can win a national championship with the way you're playing defense. So just continue to, to buy in and lock in. Um, but Xavier is, is scary. I mean, they, they, they've got length. I mean, their shortest um, rotational guy is six, three, and then it's six, nine, six, six, seven feet, you know, six, four, six, eight, six, five, six, nine. And those guys can, you know, shoot it from the outside. they all crash the boards. This is a really tough matchup. Um, you know it's gonna it's gonna call on everything that Texas has, and um, you know they're gonna have to play great defense. They're gonna have to just you know continue to lock in the way they have. Uh, but this is an even you know more difficult assignment because Penn State didn't have the kind of size inside. Not the kind of proven size inside that that Xavier has with, you know, Jack Nunji being a senior who's averaging fourteen and eight.
1: Yeah, size, size all over the team. Like you talked about, Chip, it's interesting. The the Texas guards did such a good job of rebounding in that last game. That's going to be big to me watching in this game too. The Texas guards getting on the boards. And obviously Timmy Allen's going to be a big part of it as well, Chip. Talk to me about what you've seen from these first two games. Obviously, Coach Terry had a decision to make. Do you go, do you stick with the Jabari Rice as a starter vibe from Kansas City, or do you go back to Timmy Allen? He obviously picked the latter. What have you seen from Timmy Allen? Allen and how important is he in this matchup with Xavier
0: well his defense is going to be huge you know he he was on Jalen Pickett quite a bit in the Penn State game um you know he didn't shut him down by any means but he he went and got 12 rebounds and that's that's where Timmy Allen is really helping this team you know he's if he's not scoring the ball he's He's going again, rebounds. He's setting teammates up, and he's okay with that. That's that's the key, is that he didn't come back from the injury, and say, okay, I gotta I gotta get my shot going again. I gotta I gotta establish myself. He's just he's sensing where the hot hand is, and he's getting the ball there, and then he's going in and getting rebounds. Um, you know, he had a terrible turnover in the ten o in the 10-0 run, and, you know, it makes you think, like, who, okay, who wants it? Who can handle this moment? That's what was so impressive about Dylan DeZo because, um, you know, toward the end of that 10-0 run, he ended up scoring, I think, like 10 of their last 12 points. He was demanding the ball, and, you know, what What they haven't seen from DeZo is the three-point shooting because, as you guys You know, you talked to Zach Urbanis the other day who, you know, was Dylan's AAU coach and has coached him uh, for years. Dylan grew so quickly in high school. He was a 5'10 guard when he entered high school, you know, was 6'1 when he entered his sophomore year and then was like 6'5 by the end of his sophomore year. I mean, um, it's crazy how he evolved into becoming a big man. You know, he's a, he's kind of a guard at heart. So, you know, he's been really judicious about, he, I don't think he's taken a three point shot, um, in the, in the postseason. Let me, let me look at that real quick. Um, I don't no, think so. He hasn't.
2: Yeah, I don't remember one. Nope. Ba- Baylor might be the last nope. time he has.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Against Baylor, he was three of four. Um, and, well, okay, he did. He took one three pointer against Penn State, but mm. you know he can hit it. I mean, he he he's got that, and and so we'll see. We'll see how much more they're gonna, you know, expand his role in the offense because Penn State was totally focused in on Car, Jabari Rice. Um, they were not gonna let those guys beat them, and and so Dylan Daezoo stepping up when they had to have it was huge, and. And they're going to need everybody in this one.
2: Chip. Let's go to the 40 Acres for football. Steve Sarkeesian had a presser yesterday, and this weekend you got Junior Day 2025 class. Guys will be coming down for that, but you also got a coaching clinic where former uh, Texas alum Kyle Shanahan will be back at the 40 Acres. Uh, What will be going down exactly? Like, How does it work just trying to fit in the coaching clinics and also Junior Day?
0: Yeah, I mean it's a it's a loaded weekend for the Texas coaching staff. Um, that Friday night clinic, I mean it's that it, it, that's a great get. I mean Kyle Shanahan and he and Sark have a have a good relationship. Um, obviously Kyle Shanahan, unbelievable offensive mind in the NFL, and um, and so that's cool that that Kyle's you know coming back to Texas and and sharing his wisdom now and then. You know that that will be Friday night, and then you know Saturday, the junior day. They'll uh, a lot of those guys will get to watch practice, uh, and then you know the coaches will focus their attention on those those recruits and and you know show them what they need to show them and and you know all the the great things about Texas, all the contacts they can make in business and. And all of that, in addition to the football and the facilities, and and all that. So it's um, you know the momentum has been strong in recruiting, and and Steve Sarkeesian and that staff are going to you know continue to to try to keep it going.
1: Chip, in terms of the uh, injury situation, good news this week that Murphy, Nayer and and uh, Brooks are back in, able to practice a little bit more. Uh, I want to talk about the running back side of it. Steve Sarkeesian has talked about the fact that he's always had a you know thousand yard back. I keep wondering who it's going to be in twenty twenty three losing the talent that he did. Talk to me about Jonathan Brooks and do you think he could end up being that guy that's trusted enough and that's effective enough to be the thousand yard guy?
0: I, I think so. I mean, I the people I'm talking to uh, say he's he is sensing the moment. He's he's playing with more confidence than he's ever had. Um, even though, you know, he had that surgery, he's not looking at that as any kind of obstacle or roadblock. I think he's starving, uh, for this opportunity. And with his experience in this offense, I think he's, he's definitely the guy to beat. I mean, he, he immediately went right to the front of the line with the first team reps. Uh, as soon as he, you know, came back on Tuesday. Um, and, and, you know, he should be confident. He's he's you know, average six and a well, six point seven to carry. He had that big game against Kansas last year, hundred yard game. Um and you know, he like I said, he's waited his turn, he's hungry, but he's got guys right on his heels and that's mm-hmm. um you know, that that's exciting. I mean, you go back to Bijan Robinson as a freshman, you had uh you know, Trey Watson and and Keontae Ingram, uh, and Bijan. And, um, you know, so that's, you can, you can do it by committee, but I, and I think CJ Baxter is the truth. Um, but Jonathan Brooks knows the details right now. We'll see, we'll see how quickly, uh, Jaden blue and CJ Baxter can, can get those details, the pass protections, all the calls. Um, so that they have the trust of their coaches and teammates.
1: Uh, Jonathan Brooks wears 24, and uh, we're 24 days away from the Texas spring game. Get it circled on your calendar, April 15th. That is Chip Brown. He's at Chip Brown 247. If you want to follow uh, on Twitter, he is going to be in Kansas City on Friday night when Texas and Xavier tip it off. Check out hey, horns247.com.
2: Hey, Chip, are we trying a new barbecue spot in KC? Because I know you went to that, uh, your go to last time. Are we going to a different spot? Yeah.
0: You know, unless someone just can convince me that I got to go somewhere else, I'll probably be at Jack Stack, man, getting those uh, pork burn ends. They got, oh, man. I mean, they they got some prime rib. It's unbelievable.
1: See, Chip, here's the thing. Sometimes things are meant to be. Karma can be a good thing. It is meant to be. If you come on and you were feeling the burnt ends, and then you get the opportunity to go back to Kansas City, pfft, I mean, come on, It's just it's yeah. Me- it's meant to be. You and the burnt ends are meant to be.
0: Yeah, and th- the burnt ends are kind of a Kansas City thing, you know.
1: Yeah, that's good stuff. So I gotta, I gotta get it. I gotta get it. And another reason Chip will be rooting for Texas to beat Xavier. <laughs> We can t- then there might be multiple versions of the burn-ins, multiple orders of the burn-ins. Uh, Chip, we always appreciate the time, brother. Safe travels to and from Kansas City. We'll talk to you next week, and who knows? Maybe we'll be talking about H-Town.
0: Well, and how about that other game in yeah. Kansas City, Miami yep. and Houston? I mean, you talk, about, you talk about some high flyers and some, some swag. I mean... It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, guys. It we'll really talk uh, We'll talk again.
1: Thank you, man. Thanks, Appreciate Chip. it. That is Chip Brown. He's going to be headed to Kansas City. Again, check out the flagship podcast there at Horns247.com or wherever you get your podcast. Remember, uh, the one we run for you every week is the Longhorn Blitz podcast with Jeff and Rod Babers. Jeff Howell, Rod Babers, and Matt Butler. That is a part of the Horns247.com uh, group as well. So wherever you get your podcast, check those out. If you follow the Longhorns, you got to check out horns 247.com thanks to chip for his time up next it is march 22nd we will tell you why it matters including in honor of the tournament the birthday of two big time centers but where do they rank on zay's list we're gonna find out next on the horn uh, dirty south. Uh-huh. can y'all really feel me fellas? east coast fellas. west coast fellas. chad what? and dirty zay uh-huh. here we go can y'all really feel me baby girl Like it. Dirty South. We're trying to send a message to the two coasts here? Is that what we're trying to do? Is this rap from the South? Oh! Or is this, are we just mentioning different different parts of the world and that's it? Am I reading I too far in? I think
2: it's rap from the South. That's okay. an interesting question.
1: Okay. Oh, I see that. female
2: voice comes in there. Yeah. Yeah. Should I know this? Yes, you should. Yes, but I wouldn't expect you to. Hmm. Wow.
1: Okay. No, I don't have it. Who is it? Aaliyah. Oh. Okay.
2: Yeah, that guy that you heard at the beginning, Timberland.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Aaliyah. Oh, that is such a sad story. Yeah. That was way too sad. She was what, twenty? Twenty-one. I, yeah. Twenty-one, twenty-two when Around she there. died. Around there. Oh God. That's just one of those and that's on the just flat stupid reasons to die. That is a stupid reason to die. Yeah. Hey, why is she dead? They put too much stuff on the plane and they knew they shouldn't. Huh? What? That's why? Yeah, yeah. that's why. That sucks.
2: Yeah, I think the pilot he had like coke in them and stuff. Oh, like a whole bunch of terrible bad stuff. Yeah, rest in peace to Aaliyah. Uh,
1: Aaliyah, the Alan Parsons project, Bohan and Cindy Lauper and Great White all on the show today. Also, speaking of music, let's hit a couple of uh, angles here. Chris Stapleton is coming to the Moody Center October 20th. The Horn has your tickets. Register now on the contest page at hornfm.com to win a pair to the show. Tickets are on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. through Ticketmaster. Zay, Chris Stapleton, any connections there? Any songs you've heard that you like? No, nope, National Anthem, that's it. National Anthem. that's all I know. You deal with the voice all right? Oh yeah, great voice. I may have you listen to one of his albums in an album swap. Okay. His first solo album was a monster hit for him. I might have you check that one out. Uh, Also, on uh, another side of the musical discussion, uh, you need to tell me if I should be interested in this show. You can also win tickets to Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa. Live at the Germania Amphitheater. That's out at Coda. Win tickets now Um, to that. You can go to uh, hornfm.com. Here's the full lineup. Snoop Dogg with Wiz Khalifa, Too Short, Warren G, and Burner. High School Reunion Tour with special guest DJ Drama. Where's this at? Out at Coda. Oh, yeah. You're going to be outside? Yeah, there might be some chronic going around. August August 18th. Tickets on sale this Friday,
2: again, at 10 a.m. So there's a lot going on sale. This week, you said Burner. Uh, I did. Oh yeah, Burner. He might be one of the biggest weed entrepreneurs in the world. Really? And he, he just happens to rap too.
1: Okay. So, what? How does this show sound to you? Is it going to be a good show?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Warren G. Legend. Yeah. Should DJ I, Drama. DJ Legend. Should I go Wiz check it does out? His thing. August 18th. Yeah, for sure. Who'd you say after Warren G. Or before? Uh, too short. Oh yeah, yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All those guys, legends. I've been to some wild shows
1: out at Coda. That would be, they'd be going to check off the list. That means I would have seen Snoop Dogg and Slayer at the same venue. <laughs> Rick Rubin would be proud. He would. <laughs> All right, so check that out at hornfm.com. All right, let's get you a little Why Today Matters. We got centers with birthdays and some other things to hit. Here we go. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialist. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. All right, obviously uh, the tournament getting started with uh, – The Sweet 16, that's why it'll matter tomorrow. Uh, Real quick, why today matters. Maybe some good news on that Paul George injury from last night. He'll miss at least two weeks, and then they'll reassess, but they're calling it only a sprained right knee. It looked pretty bad last night. That is the right leg that he hurt back in 2014. We all remember that horrific injury. Zay and I were just talking about that one the other day, but it looks like he'll be able to come back. Zay, up to that point? Paul George and these Clippers are kind of starting to figure some things out.
2: Yeah, they're playing. I right. they five and five in the last ten games, and Kawhi Leonard. You know, he's starting to look more and more healthy. So mm-hmm. this is a setback for them. Like yeah. PG, he had a nasty 360 dunk last night and losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder, which the Thunder, they're having a pretty good year themselves. Right now they're sitting out the seventh spot for a play-in. I love uh, Shea Gildress Alexander and Josh Giddy, the Australian. They could really hoop. But the Clippers, they just got Bones Highland, Russell Westbrook. We'll see what happens in the playoffs where it becomes more of a half-court game and they're real Gonna see what Russell Westbrook could do. Right now, he's been all right, but Mm -hmm. yeah, PG, get him back healthy and maybe they can make a run, but their roster is good. It's really good. It's just they haven't been able to play all together because people are in and out the lineup. Kawhi has this load management. Russell just got to the team. So they're just still figuring some kinks out.
1: Yeah, hopefully he'll be all right as soon as possible. Glad to hear that that was not as bad uh, a piece of news there. Speaking of the NBA and uh, for that matter, college. Basketball, a couple of birthdays for you here. Zay. Marcus Camby is forty nine years old today. What do you think of when I say Marcus Camby?
2: Um, where is he in your mind? Underrated, okay. Obviously, he's not a great center right. of all time, right. but coming out of UMass, he was a big deal in that ninety six draft, and he his offensive game didn't show up in the NBA like everybody thought they like thought it would, mm-hmm. but his defensive game was really good.
1: I was gonna say, wasn't Camby like a was he defensive player of the year? I think he did at one point? Win in one year. Yeah.
2: Yeah, where if you tried to drive the lane and throw up some soft stuff, that was going in the stands. Yeah. Like he had a really good jump. It's just that offensive game, he had a weird release. He has like that wind-up yes, like yeah. slingshot release. It's and it went in every once in a while, but his offensive game for where he went in that '96 draft and for how good he was supposed to be playing with John Calipari at UMass, he should have been a lot better offensively. But defensively, he was a dog.
1: Yeah, you would never teach a kid to shoot like Marcus hell, Camby. Hell, not dog. even
2: close. No, him and Bill Cartwright had the same ch- trainer. Probably. Oh,
1: yeah, that's, uh, that's that's a good comparison. Uh, all right, now now I'm building up to easily one of the greats. We just need to figure out how great you think he is. 51 today for Sean Bradley. So how great? <laughs> How much is it? Mount Rushmore? Is it like just maybe you know back Yo, into the top
2: ten? Where- talk about underachieving. Good grief! I mean, way worse than Marcus Camby because coming out of Brigham Young, seven six, he was supposed to be like the next Kareem. Yeah, absolutely. it was just. And the foot injuries, if you're that big, like that's why I love watching Victor Wimbenyama, the seven foot five NBA prospect, which the Spurs and the Rockets, all those teams are tanking for. Yeah. If you watch his workouts, they focus so much on his legs and his feet to make sure they're strong because they've seen these Yao Mings and. You know, Sean Bradley's just not been able to have a lengthy career due to just being so big and having these foot injuries. So, Sean Bradley, you know, his his most memorable moment was getting dunked on by T Mac yeah. in that first round of the playoffs. That's You're when you hear right. t- Sean Bradley, people think, oh, when Tracy McGrady <laughs> boomed his ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I remember. But exactly. Yeah, when he was with the Sixers, nah, Mavs, nah, just. Sean Bradley wasn't that dude like he should have
1: been. Yeah, happy birthday to Sean today. Uh, Cowboys fans and Miami Hurricane fans, Russell Maryland is 54 years old today. One of the studs that helped the Cowboys get going under Jimmy Johnson. Uh, J.J. Watt 34 years old today. Uh, Hopefully retirement is treating him well. Uh, And uh, I'll send a get well to Edwin Diaz even from a Braves and Rangers fan to a Met. He's the dude that just got hurt at the World Baseball Classic. 29 years old today. Today. What a sucky way to spend your birthday for him. For real. Getting ready for the season, ramping up, ready to roll. You know, you're know, you going to be on a team where you think you're going to be going in saving stuff for Verlander, and, and then you jump up and down twice and your knee rips apart. That sucks.
2: Yeah, that's absolutely brutal. Oh. Hopefully he has a speedy recovery. Good
1: God. 29 years old for him today. Also, Zay, it's 47 for Reese Witherspoon today. Reese Witherspoon. Oh! Yo, underrated. Give me a hot or not on her. You like her? Oh,
2: so hot. Yeah. Yo, from cruel intentions, uh-huh. to those days in the '90s, uh-huh. to a little bit later on, like Big Little Lies. I watched that because of her. Me and my wife. My wife was like, "Man, I can't believe we're bonding like this." I'm like, "Oh, okay, babe. Yeah, bonding for real. We are." <laughs> I'm glad you're taking it as points. Like, I get to see Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon on the screen. Car, yeah, we're bonding, I. say's over there thinking, <laughs> you think this is about you, don't you? Okay. You think whatever you need to. Yo, go check out Wild. She has a movie called Wild, oh. and it's wild. Okay. It's Reese I like we've never so. seen her before. Ooh. That's all i got to say. Okay. Fair I don't up- know where she got any Academy Awards or anything for it, but she should have. Okay.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. I'm with you. I like Reese Witherspoon. Kind of got that. Cool, like cute country hotness going yeah. on with her, like that attitude, that yeah. Like, sweet home
2: got. Alabama, she's hot in that. Yeah, my, she's that whack ass accent. My, I, I'm over that, yeah. My, what my, not the best accent.
1: I'll let, I'll let her carry whatever accent she wants. Yeah, it don't matter. I'll my, do her thing. My wife does love Sweet Home Alabama. She'll watch that movie every time it's on. So I've seen that one uh, in parts a few times. Alright, that's why today matters to us. It's March 22nd. We are one day away from the Sweet 16 beginning. We'll get you a couple of notes and stems and seeds before we get out of here, including uh, the Cam Newton recap. If you missed that earlier, if you missed Cam throwing at Auburn uh, yesterday, we'll get A little bit of that. Plus, Giselle is breaking the silence. We got to get into that story this week as well. We'll get you a preview coming up on the horn.
0: Right, Chad
2: and Zay.
0: 30, for the DNA swab. Don't push your day job. You're boys and even on my radar. Or the breast of Villa Wolf Razors. Dog, my women coming in all flavors. Fold paper, Lord Savers. Complete a drug deal and a rental rental from Avis. Best believe,
1: I'm just about to wrap up on a Wednesday. Should I know it? No. No? No
2: chance? <laughs> I mean, uh, he's a celebrity <laughs> and more than just rap. That's all I could give you.
1: There's something familiar about that voice. Yeah. There's something familiar about it. Go ahead.
2: Tell me. Action Bronson.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay.
2: F That's Delicious. You know, the food guy, the chef.
1: I don't feel bad for not knowing that, but it's interesting. I've watched a ton of that show because of Kevin Dunn. Kevin Dunn introduced me to action, but Kevin didn't like action for the music necessarily. Kevin liked him because Kevin's a foodie. Right. Kevin's a food freak, so he turned me on to F That's Delicious. Then I loved the Action Bronson show. Did you ever watch that thing? Yes. That's one of the weirdest, craziest, best shows I've ever seen. They for some reason stopped making it, but I. Yeah, yeah but,
2: he doesn't have a partnership with Vice anymore. That's why.
1: But what I have not done is listen to a lot of his rap. Him and The Alchemist is yes. the big producer. Connection yeah, that, that's there, his right? guy. That's his his producer. Yeah. Okay. All right. A little action, Bronson. I love it. Aaliyah. The Alan Parsons Project, Hannon, Cindy Lauper, and Great White have all been on the show. The DJ Khaled beat to start this hour. Real quick, Action Bronson, what's the level of respect?
2: Oh, big respect. He's Rap-wise. one of my favorite rappers. Is he really? Yeah. He's okay. just so unique. Like, in that rhyme, on that song, Practice, he's ordered the breast and veal at Walt Frazier's. Like, that's insane. <laughs> Like he's talking about Walt Clyde Frazier's restaurant. Yeah, right? he's talking about food, and he's throwing out basketball names. Like I love him. Like he's, he, yeah, okay, he's good. Great. He does a great job of putting those food lyrics and making them work with just different sports references. He does a great job at that, and yeah, is he's, he's very unique. Yeah. Uh, he's one of my favorite rappers, for sure. Got to
1: check out some uh, some more of his stuff. All right, uh, before we get out of here, a couple things. First off, thank you to those of you who have subscribed to that YouTube page. If you want to check it out, youtube.com slash at Austin. We're up to 790 subscribers. Go subscribe so you don't miss anything. There's a lot of stuff there, uh, including uh, some clips from shows, uh, including that. Golf tour of Central Texas hitting ACC. If you want a closer look at the course that they're about to play this match play event on, of course that does start today. um, You can check that out. Uh, There, you can check out a little workout at Westwood High School. uh, The uh, the camp that was going on out there, podcasts and all kinds of stuff accessible on the YouTube page. And uh, check that out at The Horn Austin on YouTube. Thank you to those subscribers that we have listening today. Uh, let's get you stems and seeds and we'll hit an NFL note here.
0: No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks.
1: Brought to you by AV Consultations 255 8678 or go to avconsultations.com. Well, if Aaron Rodgers decides not to go to the Jets, the excuse will not be that they don't have a bunch of receivers for him to throw the ball to. They've now added. Miko Hardiman to the list. Zay, apparently he's going to wear the green. They already got Lazard, and we know they've got Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. The thought is they may get rid of Corey Davis and Denzel Mims. Could be traded or released. We'll have to see there, but they're freeing up a little cap room here. If they move on from Davis, it could help them get Aaron Rodgers, but Miko Hardiman obviously has been a really solid, however you want to look at him, a 2, a 3, depending on what your team is. Hardiman can play. That could be big for Aaron Rodgers.
2: Yeah, he didn't play in that Super Bowl game with the Chiefs because he was injured, which was probably the worst thing that could happen to him, because now the Chiefs are like, oh, we're good without you. We could find somebody, a gadget-type guy that's quick twitch, a lot like you. And Patrick, it's Patrick. Like, he's Patrick Mahomes. He's going to put it on the money anyway. Mm -hmm. All you got to do is catch it and run. We can replace you. So, yeah, I think that's a good get for the Jets. But Elijah Moore, he was so weird this season, being petty, talking about him not being targeted, you know, talking to the press after the game. After wins, Chad. The Jets would have wins, and Elijah Moore would be talking to the press saying, "Yeah, I wasn't really a part of it, though. Sucks." And Garrett Wilson's out here doing the opposite, saying, "Yeah, we need to hold guys more accountable as a rookie." So hopefully, he can clean up what he has to clean up because you know Aaron Rodgers, he ain't gonna deal with that.
1: No, no, you gotta. Yeah, that's that's not gonna work. Uh, he can deal with drama in some ways, not on the field though. Not
2: on the field. Not
1: that with with the with the receivers. Yeah, when- talking
2: about targets.
1: No. No, yeah, you got to be careful there. We saw what he did last year. He ran his mouth a whole season about receivers if he thought it needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Right from the beginning because he had that big drop at the beginning. Who was that? Christian Watson dropped that yep. one early.
2: Ooh, that was bad. Christian Watson came around, he though. He did,
1: though. Eventually eventually, it was better. Uh, also, Zay in the NFL, or around the NFL, Giselle does the interview with Vanity Fair. We're going to get into more of this as the week progresses, but she's done an interview now. She denies rumors that Tom Brady's career led to the divorce. She says, quote, are you kidding me? I learned about it. I used to joke that I was going to be able to be a ref because I watched so many games, and I loved it. She called it silly, the notion that that was the thing that ended the relationship. She said ultimately they had grown apart uh, and just kind of wanted different things, but she says they're still friends, they're co-parenting the kids, things are good. I would I mean, I'm gonna choose to believe her, but I don't I think there's a whole lot of people that are just gonna roll their eyes when they read Giselle's comments.
2: Your boy Tyrese in one of my favorite movies of all time, Baby Boy, said it himself. I get along with both my baby mamas Mm. and Tom Brady. You're part of that elite category cuz not many guys could say that.
1: You must. And in this article she also claims that she gets along
2: with Bridget Moynihan. That's what I mean.
1: Not just not just him he may get along with both she is saying it's a great setup because they have – also, these are extremely rich, successful people. Yeah, they got money. They got houses everywhere. So they have like – a, there's a house that she can utilize in Miami, which helps, so she can get off to Brazil if she needs to. But apparently Moynihan helps things out because there is one child that is Moynihan's, the oldest boy, I believe. And then there's two other kids that are Giselle's, but apparently they're making it all work. Modern family, man.
2: Yo, that's goat stuff on and off the field. To get both of your baby mamas to hang out and be cool, that's insane. Like, Derek Rose, he got that going on. I saw Christmas Day, he had both his baby mamas in matching pajamas. They playing card games and stuff like that. I'm like, dog. Who did that? Derek Rose. Go ahead, D. Rose. That's what I'm saying. These athletes, impressive. like, I don't know how, but... You gotta have some serious matching, serious wordplay to pull that off.
1: So when she was in Brazil dancing, everybody was ripping on Tom. She's now saying everything's cool. She's saying she's not dating the jujitsu instructor and
2: would never oh. and
1: would never date one of Tom's friends. Do you buy it?
2: Yeah, I buy it. Okay. Yeah, she got a little bit more class than Marcella Pippin.
1: So now, do you do we give Tom a little credit back from the things that people have been saying about him? What does, things? Does, does he get a little credit back? Does Giselle get the credit? If they're if they, like you said, if they're on goat status and pulling this off?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets the credit. Yeah, he gets the credit. Right. Okay. Yeah, he's doing this thing. Yeah,
1: impressive stuff there. We'll talk about that Giselle article as we move through the week. Next up, it is Ball Don't Lie with Rod and Harge. Then it's the Wednesday night lineup. Wednesday night flex is back featuring Bryce Hager and those two running backs from Hayes, Mr. Obara, and Mr. Payton. You will get to know them tonight as they head off to colleges. Longhorn Blitz podcast at 8, fight night at 9, sports guys talking wrestling at 10, and we'll be back tomorrow tomorrow with all kinds of basketball talk. Stay safe. See ya!